welcome into the crazy world that is uh and villains the podcast <laughs> you can call me jazz i'm cool with that i'll give you a little bit of background and synopsis for why i named the podcast what i named it and how I decided what I was going to be discussing and talking about. So, I found out, just because I'm weird, I like to Google shit. And I was like, I wonder what my middle name means. So, I always like to find meaning in shit, right? So, I found out that it means messenger, messenger of God. Now, if you notice, the word Malakian is very similar to the word Malachi. Malachi was a fallen angel, right? And he was a messenger of God. So I kind of got the aspect of it because I look at human beings like we are fallen angels. We were once in God's grace and now we're trying to get back into God's grace, right? That's why this whole world that we're in, we're constantly being tested to see if we're going to do the right thing or if we're going to make a wrong decision, right? So, with that part of it, I thought, well, can there be a world, can there be a perfect utopia where good and evil doesn't exist? Because, obviously, they kind of have to coexist because there's a chain reaction with them. For everything that's bad, you can find good in it. For everything that's good, you can find bad in it. There's nothing that is 100%, you know, fitting in one category. So, I brought the the villainy part to it as a way to let people know, like, yo, (laughs) we're all fighting demons in some capacity, some way, shape, form, or fashion. We're all just trying to figure out our place in the world and um, whether we're going to be a being of light or darkness. But I myself had decided that nothing is all love and light. And that love and light shit is realistic for people who, um, how can I say this? That shit's realistic for people that ain't never really went through nothing in their life. And, you know, they don't really like confrontation or or want to wanna be that person that, that sparks revolutions and, and shit like that. But I'm that kind of person. So, <laughs> I'm constantly in a state of living with my demons and my demons got to live with me. <laughs> So that's where I thought, you know, that's where I thought about about God and the devil and how I kind of felt like, are they essentially the same person? Because, or at least, at least I felt like maybe the devil is God's alter ego. (laughs) It's like how, um... Spider-Man has Venom. It's 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 the same entity, the same being, but they're not exactly uh, 
operating from the same moral code. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted people to to try to resonate with that that you don't have to shun your dark side. You don't have to like try to tuck it away deep down inside you embrace your dark side. It's a part of you. It's a part of you. you can't you can't exercise it away. You can't just get rid of it. That just is what it is. And so that helped a lot in my healing journey. That helped a lot with me overcoming some of the things and mistakes that I've made in my past. And I had to look at it from a human standpoint. Because we're human beings. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. But this vessel that we're in is a human body, right? We're humans. Now, we just come up short of uh, Valentine's Day, right? You know, I always felt like there was half the population, they fucking hate Valentine's Day. They loathe it. <laughs> it's just another day, yada yada, right? And then there's the other half that's obsessed with Valentine's Day. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I definitely celebrated Valentine's Day this year. Me and my cousin dressed up. We did our whole spiel. We had a great time. And th- there wasn't, there wasn't all these unrealistic expectations on it though. There wasn't like, oh, we're gonna do Valentine's Day up uh, because honestly, it's just like another day to us. Unless you are married and love, love and happy other relationship, Valentine's Day is a day to remind you how single you are. <laughs> but it's nothing. It's nothing that you should ever be bitter about. You have to honor every aspect of your life, every position that you're in. Even when you're working towards your goals, when you're trying to get there, and it's not quite adding up. And I know that that feels shitty a lot of times it's very shitty but it's a part of life it's a part of your growth and I know I was sitting here I was talking about how in the past everything was right but I wasn't right you know it's kind of that how you gonna win when you're not right within (laughs) that's one of my favorite Lauren Hill lines seriously because it brings me back down to earth sometimes. We we all want to think that we're these perfect beings and that we don't we don't we don't do anything to deserve our circumstances, but we wholeheartedly do. We wholeheartedly put certain things onto the universe and it's going to come back to you in some way shape form or fashion. And if you're a positive person, you're going to have positive things happen to you or you're gonna look at you're gonna look at bad situations in a more positive light and not take that as a failure all the time you take that as it's just an obstacle and I gotta get past this so I think with love a lot of times we feel like because it doesn't look like how it looks from our faves or from the people who we see as having a strong, healthy relationship. We feel like we're doing something wrong. And sometimes you are doing something wrong. I'm just here to tell you. Sometimes it is you. 
Because it was me for a long time. It's me right now. I don't feel like I'm 100%, not necessarily 100% myself, but I'm not 100% in tune with um, having a relationship and a partner that I need to look out for every day. I just want to look out for myself right now. I just want to be selfish. <laughs> and I let people know that like I'm I'm being selfish right now. It's just about me. It's my world. And if I let you in it, that's cool. But don't expect much of anything from me. Right? You 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 have to put up those boundaries. You have to put up those um Well, I really don't know what to call it. It's not just completely about boundaries. It's about you have to honor and respect your your healing. Because right, I, I personally haven't had a relationship in a long time. Because I have a lot to heal from. <laughs> I've had some some crappy ass situations that I was in situationships I guess you could say and so now I'm trying to get out of my pessimistic phase about love right because I've had so many failed situationships that I felt like I was investing more in and I shouldn't have been and I should have been seeing it for what it was and not for what it could be not for what I, I hoped it would be because that's where we get our hearts broken a lot trying to make something glue that is is is, is temporary that's all it was it's a temporary situation you know what I'm saying and you either you either look at it like I had a good time it was cool while it lasted but realistically, I should have never thought I could do that forever. <laughs> there's some there's some situations you get in with people in relationships and you're like, damn, bro, this ain't it. <laughs> and everybody has a right to 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 either cut you off if they feel like you aren't it for them, if you feel like if you feel like they're not they're not all of what you need, you know, they check off a lot of your boxes, but it's these two really big important ones that you know they'll never they'll never even try to aspire to for you, right? But there's someone out there that just automatically does that. And when the time is right, you'll find them. But it's it's it's, it's crazy. <laughs> world we're living in now where people where people just they feel like they have to have a relationship they have to be with someone and I I don't see how that doesn't get exhausting I if that's if that's what you do that's you cool but I've been needing time for myself I've been needing time to learn me again and what I need because obviously what I needed at 18, 19, 20, 21 
I don't need those same things anymore. I don't even want that anymore. It doesn't even turn me on. It does nothing for me. So why would you keep accepting what you were accepting all those years ago? And after a certain point, you get you get to a place to where you say, man, I want to do this anymore. I don't want to run in this rat race no more. Because that's what it feels like <laughs> sometimes. It feels like everybody's trying to chase after the same block of cheese. <laughs> I don't know a better uh, analogy, but it's, it's just crazy out here, man. You can meet so many people that you vibe with, genuinely connect with, and then they're just gone. <laughs> and I think once you once you go through that so many times, the ghosting shit. I I want to know when when did that that ghosting shit even start, and why and why is it normal now that. You can think you really genuinely are connecting with somebody and it turns out to be a completely different situation. And you and you have no explanation, right? You don't even know what you did, what you didn't do. Because um it's it's not necessarily like communication is key, nor is comprehension key. Because you can tell somebody something. I I am so blunt and vocal. Like, I will let someone know from jump the kind of person I am, what you're getting into. I believe in that, right? Like, transparency. You have to be transparent. If you're letting somebody into your world, you're trying to be a part of someone else's world, transparency is key. I I value communication like none other. But if if someone isn't being real with you, you you ain't got no solid foundation within. You you can't build nothing like that. If that's what you want to do, right? If that's what you want to do. So I guess I'll shift gears, right? <laughs> I guess I'll shift gears from all that hoopla, man. Cause that all that's complicated. But, you know, the world we're living in, there's, of course, all different types of love. There's the love you have for your family, for your friends, for um, significant others, people that you're dating, blase, blase, right? There's the eros love. There's the sexual, erotic, physical love. Then you have your agape or unconditional love. You have all these types of love. And with so many things being normalized in our culture, with so many things that are now being socially acceptable, it's hard to know what kind of love you're in, right? But I'll I'll help you out. (laughs) I'll help you out to know. If you if you even have a real kind of love. Because I know for me, growing up, I can remember my mom and every Valentine's Day, she was my Valentine. 
she get me nice gifts. I always would look forward to to her getting me things because she was always so thoughtful in that aspect. I mean, that was the love she had for me. And obviously, everybody's not going to love you like how your parents love you. And you have to also understand that there were people that grew up without the love of their parents. So they're going to love differently or they have a different viewpoint of what love is. You have to know the kind of person that you're dealing with, right? But for me, from my standpoint, I I had a very loving family. They're crazy as hell. Craziest people you could ever meet, right? But I never felt a lack of love. I rarely would get off the phone and I wouldn't hear I love you. I rarely would leave the house and not feel loved. And until I did become an adult, or at least at least old enough to, to comprehend about love and what love was, I didn't realize that everybody didn't always have that. And so you kinda you kind of come from a place then where you're like, well, I wanna I wanna show maybe some of these people love that didn't necessarily be shown that love and let them know that that love exists and that is in the world and that they are worthy of it, right? <laughs> uh, needless to say. <laughs> That didn't always pan out well for me, right? Because it's hard taking someone out of that kind of trauma. That's like a a trauma thing. That's something that a person honestly has to heal themselves. They have to they have to get to a point to where they have to be okay. Like I didn't get this, but that doesn't mean that I don't deserve it. That doesn't mean that I can't learn to love like that and be loved like that, right? I mean, that's what you hope for, for people, is that they that they get to a place to where they can grow in love and become a vessel of love. Regardless of who wasn't there for you, regardless of what you lacked just all together. And so... You know, I, I had got my, my little heart broke pretty young because I wouldn't say I was delusional, but I would say that I had this idea of love that was just so pure. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't tainted, it wasn't it was just it was just childlike and and you know what I mean like when when you know the feeling of when a child just genuinely loves you and cares about you there's like no other feeling of love like that in the world because of course we do look at children like they are the most pure beings children and animals I had always said that like I always felt like I was a good person because children animals naturally gravitate towards me they naturally just love me because they they feel the vibes you know (laughs) if anything if anything they feel when 
something is real, something is genuine. And I always felt good that somebody recognized that shit. <laughs> you can't always expect adults to recognize that shit because adults are fucked up, right? You, you, <laughs> you, you are essentially a nautilus shell. And if you don't know what a nautilus shell is, it's 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 just one of those things where every year, every so often. It loses a piece of its shell, right? It starts off whole, and over time, it dwindles. I had like that that correlation that was made, like how kind of our our hearts are like that, per se. Like we spend we spend our lives giving love and. Whether or not we receive it back in the ways that we want to receive it back, right? Because everybody doesn't speak the same love languages. Everybody isn't going to be able to show up for you the way that you need them to show up for you. Because a lot of people just don't know how. And it's some shit you can't teach. Like some shit you can't teach people. We love that. We love the teach me how to love right beautiful song just beautiful but um in real life if you realize trying to teach somebody how to love you that shit is is it, it's kind of demoralizing like why am i trying to teach this motherfucker how to love me <laughs> I always, I always hated when I got into a situation, relationship, and I had to teach a man how to properly love me and care about me. Like, damn. That shit is like being in a prison. <laughs> because you feel like you're never heard enough. You, you, you talk to you blue in the face. You try to tell somebody, well, this, this, this is what I'm used to, right? This is this is the standard. And I need you to be here and you're underperforming. <laughs> and that bites you in the ass too to tell somebody that they not love you right because they really could be loving you with every fiber of their being. But they don't know how to express it in the way that <laughs> you want them to express it. So, yeah, it's like I said, that shit's like being in a prison. I don't recommend that. Um, if you, if you, if you got the, the, the willingness to try, more power to you, but I'm here to tell you that shit ain't it. <laughs> that shit is not it, yo. I, at my big age, almost 30, I ain't trying to teach nobody how to properly love me, man. I, I done been through enough in life. I, I, that it's exhausting. It's draining. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and at the first sign, I feel like I'm going to be telling you too much, teaching you too much. You got to go. I got to leave you alone. I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I won't. And that's, that's, that's on my building self-respecting boundaries. Over time, I had to, I had to get to the place where... I wasn't gonna take some kind of crumbs, right? Because that's what it feels like. You're accepting crumbs. Now, 
the love that we have for our family and for our friends or just anybody close to us in general dictates a lot of aspects of our lives right because I I I can I could always notice I could always notice when I went around people that ain't never really been shown a lot of love don't get a lot of love and it's made them hateful and um, they can understand why somebody like me is happy all the time or why I smile in spite of my circumstances or why I just don't in general let a lot of shit dampen my mood or get me down and even if I do get mad I snap right back out of it right because I'm not gonna spend all that energy all that time on something that I just can't control <laughs> you have to let go like you have to let a lot of shit go if you want to be happy that's that's what that's what people don't understand about happiness it is wholeheartedly a choice you're gonna choose you're gonna choose to be hateful and 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 bitter about everything and all around just being a pessimist or you're gonna choose to be more realistic in the sense that um it's a glass half empty or half full hey you got a glass of water it's something to drink in it <laughs> be realistic right like, i i didn't never get into the the half full half empty shit because uh, that's all relative right that's a the, that's all based on our own individual perspective but I had always chose to be a middle ground person, I guess, in the sense to where, you know, I understand that life has its ups and downs, and I just got to keep going. I just got to choose to be happy in spite of my circumstances. I just have to choose to accept that this is temporary, this is for the moment. I've been through things before. I made it through. I found my happiness again. And I will continue to do the same. So. I just want us as a as a people. As a whole. To embrace love again. Man. Do, do shit out of love again. <laughs> I can remember. It, it was so cool. Like going to school for Valentine's Day. But everybody was your Valentine. Right? Like. Nobody felt left out. Everybody got a got a car, got some candy, a gift, or what have you. And it was just a cool thing. It was one of those things where um, love was felt all around. But of course, you you grow up and it's not like that anymore, right? But you have to be okay in the fact that at one point you had those experiences. It served you for the time that it served you. But now we're in a different, we're in a different world. <laughs> we're not living. So it's a lot of things that we have to grow up and grow out of. And that's, that's having this pessimistic view of love. I want, I want for my people, for people all around the world to understand that if you don't have love, you don't have nothing. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have a sad, empty life, man.
very sad life if you don't if you don't move with love. And that that might sound that might sound uh kind of overly optimistic, right? Because there's some people they're never gonna learn to be like that. They're never gonna learn to be that way. They're not even gonna try. But it's worth doing it. It's worth trying. If you if you're the kind of person that's willing to do the work. Love yourself, love your people. And you even gotta try to love the people that don't love you back. And except that they just not gonna love you back. That's fine. <laughs> Show them love anyway and go on about your business. And then I promise you, everything falls into place after that. 